wealthy motherfucking wicking i know i missed last week y'all these allergies are getting they're like kicking my motherfucking ass i can't help it um but anyway so today uh if this is your first time joining us let me let me let me do this right okay let me do this right because i've been kind of busy um but anyways let me do this right if this is your first time tuning in, I want to say thank you for checking us out. Grab some tea while we talk about it. If you've been with me since the beginning, I want to say thank you so much for returning. And you should grab your tea so we could talk about it. Today's episode is, I believe this is episode 7, which is like a number of the Ascended Masters. Uh, which is great. You should look that up in numerology. Right now, we have a lot of different things happening. There are no planets in retrograde at the moment. However, Sky Daddy does go retrograde uh, next month in May. It's officially Taurus season, so I hope you're feeling sexy, um, abundant, and blessed because I know that I do. Uh, <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time on my on my self care as well as evaluating the relationships in my life. Whenever I talk about relationships, I'm not always talking about like romantic relationships. Although those are great and they are a great addition to our lives, but you know, I've been hurt more by friends and family than I have like in romantic situations. I've been hurt by strangers. I've been hurt by like a whole bunch of people. So I can't always talk about like these things solely coming from romantic connections. Um, Today's topic is really about relationships our triggers and our trauma and like unpacking that shit so that you can have and build better relationships uh not only with yourself but with you know others and the people that are around you because one of the things that I noticed a lot in the spiritual community is that you know we have this ability to manifest great things but we also have this ability to manifest craziness and chaos and I noticed that a lot of that comes from a place of like not understanding your own triggers and things of that nature so I want to talk about it a little bit I know that I get triggered um you know we all have our triggers but we're also always responsible for our own triggers it's not anybody else's fault if you are triggered by something that they say um if you don't know how to handle your triggers, that's that's on you um, for the most part. That's really on you. Um. So one of the things that I often talk about on my platform, um, and I'm a really, 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 really strong advocate of our boundaries. When I was younger, my boundaries were not as as like airtight as they are now. Uh, because at this point in my life, like I'm not willing to compromise on my boundaries i'm not i'm just not and it could be selfish it could be wrong i don't really care because i know that my boundaries are in place to protect me they're not in place to protect you i don't have boundaries based on the people that i'm dealing with you know what i mean um and that's just that um and i know that part of my loose like when i was younger like one of the reasons why i had such loose boundaries is because I wasn't really allowed to have any I often talk about how I was an only child and I grew up with my parents and like my mom is a tourist so she's very stubborn and she kind of like like it was always like you're going to do what I want you to do and so like then I hit my teens and I hit my 20s and it was like I was always used to people telling me what to do that that just became the norm and then sometime 
I think maybe when I was like about 26, that's when I was like, okay, no, bitch, we got to get this together. And that's when I started really working on my boundaries and things of that nature. One of my most rigid boundaries is from one of my greatest triggers. Um, I often talk about how like growing up with both of my parents in the house, like they were always arguing and they were always fussing and they were always fighting. And then like my mom would take that out on me. So then she's arguing and she's fussing and she's fighting with my dad. And then she's like, well, I want to argue and fuss and fight with somebody who can't fight back. And of course it would be me. Right. And so one of my most rigid boundaries is at this stage in my life, you cannot talk to me crazy. Like, I'm not allowing it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much love I have for you. I don't care if you've moved mountains for me in the past. But if you talk to me crazy, we will never talk again. Um, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it because I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, if we can't have a conversation where we can disagree and still respect each other, then we need to go our separate ways. If there's no respect here for each other, if there's no mutual respect here for each other, we could go our separate ways. And I know that some people love like the thrill and they love the drama and they love the chaos that arguing brings because some people, you know what I mean? I know that how I feel is based on my background, right? But I know that some people and how they feel about it is based on their background. So they love that arguing and they love that fighting. And that shit just gives them a thrill because then they can like make up and like everything's okay. And I don't operate like that. I've never operated like that. I don't like to argue because I'm going to say some fucked up shit and I'm going to mean it. And I'll never talk to you again. Like I've been in arguments with people and I said, I hope you die. And I really meant it. <laughs> I've said I've and I've really meant it and that was the last conversation we've had and so I don't really like to be pushed to that point because I I know that I'm an asshole like don't get me wrong like I know that is that's something that I know so well about myself like because I'm not only if if I'm forced to argue with you I'm not only going to pick out you know, the things that I'm irritated about in the argument, I'm going to start taking, I'm going to start taking jabs. I am going to start going low. I am going to start talking shit because I don't want to argue. And I'm going to make sure that this is the last fucking conversation we have. And so that's why one of my most rigid boundaries is like, you're not going to talk to me crazy because I'm not talking to you crazy. And if you start talking to me crazy, that is our that's our last conversation. And I don't go back and I don't you know what I mean? I don't go back. That's just not what I do. So that is like one of my biggest boundaries, but it's based off one of my biggest triggers. You see what I mean? And I know that. <laughs> I know that my triggers are my responsibility, but that's why I have boundaries set in place so that when my boundaries are crossed, I have full, you know, I, I have full range to cut that connection off. And I feel like people really need to focus and spend a little bit more time on understanding what their triggers are and what boundaries they need to set for themselves so that they don't find themselves getting triggered. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm, I'm very vocal about this. With everyone, like I, I went on a date and like I'm like, yeah, I don't believe in talking to me crazy. Like that toxic shit, I, I don't find that attractive, and I, I don't, 
it really upsets me and I probably will never talk to you again if like we get into an argument like that like we can disagree but we don't have to disrespect each other and it's so weird to me because like when I do these readings for you guys or things of that nature I always get a bunch of comments and it's like well you know I tried that and it didn't work and they didn't respect my boundaries. Well, if they can't respect your boundaries, they don't respect you. Your boundaries are in place so that they can like literally boundaries are the best protection spell ever because it keeps you out of a lot of fuck shit and it keeps people that aren't good for you away from you. You know what I mean? Um, Because we all like the truth is, is as much as I would love to villainize the people in the world who have hurt me or mistreated me I can't (laughs) there are so many people who have done so many shitty ass things to me that I can't really that I I could easily just sit here and say like okay I'm gonna take vengeance upon myself and I'm gonna handle this and things of that nature but at the end of the day like yes there are shitty people in the world I 100% agree there are very shitty people in the world I've been through so many different shitty ass experiences experiences with so many shitty ass people but at the end of the day regardless of my feelings about them I'm, I refuse to villainize them um because I understand that there are so many levels to get there you know what I mean there are so many different levels and layers to get there that you know you may have just been that catalyst for that person to just be just shitty um and although I can recognize that and I can I can recognize it for what it is. Um, I can, I also have the luxury and the ability to say, you know what, I'm removing myself from this situation. Um, there have been times where I had to um, stand on my boundaries and it got me in more shit than necessary. I'm not even going to lie to you because sometimes that happens, but even after the shitstorm had surfaced, I was in a much better position. I had grown so much. And it's like spirit will always take care of you as long as you take care of yourself. You cannot allow yourself to be anybody's doormat for anything. Like regardless of how how scared you are, do it scared. Regardless of how unsure you are, do it unsure. Just do it because this is the way that you protect yourself going forward. Um. And it's very necessary. You know what I mean? There's so many different triggers and there's so many different boundaries and everybody has triggers. Everybody has boundaries. One thing that I see prevalent is like a lot of people are triggered by the Internet. And that's the weirdest shit to me, because like half of it is perceived. Half of it's not real. And you don't really have a full snapshot into people's lives. Um, You don't. You don't at all I don't care how much they share with you I don't care about any of that um because it's not true I mean like look at Instagram there's so many people that that our perception would tell us are doing better than us but at the end of the day they're scamming they're doing a whole bunch of different things that you probably wouldn't do and that's not within your moral compass so it's like why even why even allow that to trigger you you know like why even allow that to trigger you um like the thing that I see a lot is that people will post things like me. I just post shit because I find it funny. Some sometimes I'm going through it. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I just find the shit funny and hilarious or like I make these memes and I think they're funny or hilarious like the future meme. Um, I just I like to laugh and I'm going to laugh all day. Um, but sometimes people, you know, take offense to that. And it's like, whoa, 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 you're triggered. 
are showing <laughs> for real like your triggers are showing you're upset by this um and you know you just want to be angry <laughs> because it affected your trigger but at the end of the day you don't know me I don't know you and so like I wasn't calling you out because I don't know you enough to call you out. I wasn't talking about you because I just found the shit funny. And now this one thing that I found hilarious or decided to share now becomes this bigger thing. And that's like the the responsibility of your triggers is not on me. Just like the responsibility of your triggers is really not on anybody else. It's your boundaries. And so you have the freedom to unfollow. You have the freedom to remove yourself from the equation. And that's kind of how that works. Um, as how that really works at the end of the day, like as much as you would like people to change and as much as you would like people to get better, if they're showing you that they're not, then why would you foolishly sit, sit there and wish that they'd change while you're sitting there and making yourself miserable? I tend to get in a lot of trouble, especially with my female friends or my, my girlfriends, because you know, (laughs) I am definitely, definitely, definitely pro-woman. I am pro-woman all day, every day. I believe that women should be able to do what they want. I believe that women should do whatever feels best for them. You know what I mean? But when it comes to relationships, I and this is one of the reasons why I don't really offer, like, quote-unquote, relationship readings. I don't like to do them um, because, number one, we spend a lot of time talking about people outside of you. Yeah, I feel like it's a waste of your money. If you have to get divination to see if this dude likes you or wants to be bothered with you, chances are it's a wrap. It's not worth it. Just don't, you know, don't do it. If he's not clear, if he's not certain what he wants to do with you, then it's time to just like let it go. But with women and my readings with women, I tend to, you know what I mean? They don't really like it. I'm going to be honest. They don't really like it because they don't want to hear like where they're wrong because, you know, I'm a Gemini. So like I can see all sides of a situation. I can see the man's point of view. I can see the woman's point of view. Um, And because of that, I'm never just going to side with you or your perspective, your point of view, whatever the case may be, just because you're a woman. I feel like a lot of times women would prefer to be the victim, but they're also being the villain at the same time. Like you can't do that if you want good relationships. And this is not like I said, it's not just, you know, romantic relationships. It's friendships. It's everything like you can't be the victim. You cannot be the victim and the villain at the same time. You know what I mean? You you just can't do it. Um, you have to choose a side. Like, I'm okay with being the villain. I'm okay with being the asshole. I'm okay with being, you know, shitty. Um, but I, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be the victim. There have been too many different situations in my life where I was the victim. And so at this point in my life, I don't want to be the victim. It's not like... Like, the way that I process and interpret and see information and stuff like that, I won't ever say, like, oh, well, they're victimizing me or they're doing this because I feel like if I allow myself to be the victim, I'm allowing someone else to have power over me. I'm allowing someone else to control my destiny. And so I refuse to be the victim in a lot of cases. I don't walk around as though I'm the victim just because... I want to I want to control the narrative of my life.
I want to control the steps of my life. I want to control my destiny. And so I'm not going to give somebody the luxury of being the villain in my story. You know what I mean? I just I just won't because I feel like we need to have personal responsibility in regards to our lives, in regards to our destiny, in regards to what it is that we do. Um, and so like back to women and relationships and stuff like that, because I feel like women, women will have the most rigid boundaries for their friends and their family. But when it comes to men, they want to act as though they don't. Like, they want to act as though there's no boundaries and this person is exceptional. And I can tell you this right now. Unless that nigga has a gold tip on his dick, he's not exceptional. He's just like the rest of them. He may be a little bit more evolved than the others, but there's nothing special about him. So let's put that out there and call a spade a spade. There's always another man with another bag. There's always another man with a better sex game. There's always another man who is compassionate, loving, all the things that you're looking for. So let's take that and let's just put that out there, okay? And it's like you, I feel like a lot of times women waste their time on these men thinking that they're going to change when they've clearly showed them who they were. Like, I've been in situations where my friends have, like, dated people who explicitly told them that they were not looking for anything special. They were not looking for a relationship. They didn't want to be with somebody. I've had people tell me that. And this is just true. Like, I've had people tell me, like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. I probably won't be ready for a relationship until I'm, like, 40 or whatever the case may be because these are people with goals and, like, ambitions and things like that. And so, like, for somebody to tell me that and for me to foolishly just say, like, okay, well, I heard that you're not in a relationship, but I'm going to emotionally manipulate you into being in a relationship, that shit is crazy, That's why I always talk about dating, like, multiple people. And dating multiple people does not mean, like, having sex with multiple people. Like, I have people that I go on dates with that I have yet to have sex with. Um, I have friends that I call about everything, and we still have never, ever had sex. Like, you don't have to fuck everyone you date. (laughs) If you choose to, you can't. But I know that when people hear dating, they automatically assume sex, and then they're like, oh, you're nasty. Like, no, that's not the case. Like... I just go out and I date and it is what it is Um, because I felt like if you date one, like if you date one person at a time, especially as a woman, if you date one person at a time, you're going to be fixated on that person and you're going to try and make that work regardless of the red flags. You're going to mistake those bitches as fuchsia. You're going to loosen your boundaries for that one person because that's the one person that you're invested in and this person isn't invested in you. And so when they come with the rah-rah and the bullshit and they try to get you to lower your boundaries, you'll be a little bit more lenient and you'll be a little bit more willing to loosen your boundaries. And that's where women go wrong a lot of the time. They loosen these boundaries because they're sitting up here applying and auditioning for a wifey role that isn't even available. It's not even on the market. It's not available. And then they want to pretend this is gonna look if you're sensitive you probably don't want to hear this part but then they pretend 
that they're the victim in this story. But it's like, how are you the victim when he clearly told you up front that he wasn't looking for anything? You thought you could emotionally manipulate him, which you couldn't, and you're realizing that you couldn't. And so now you want to cry about it. Both of y'all are wrong in this situation. Like, he said that he wasn't looking for something. He should have... And if he knew that you were looking for something deeper, he probably should have left you the hell alone. Which is wrong, because he was manipulative and literally was just using you to get whatever it is he wanted at the time but you're also wrong because you thought you could emotionally manipulate him into submitting to your will you see both of those are wrong they're both equally wrong no one is more fucked up than the other you know what I mean but you're the only one crying about it because now your feelings are hurt and your ego is in the way you know what I mean So that's how I feel about relationships. And that's why I don't really like to do a lot of relationship readings because it's just like the back and forth and things of that nature. Like if a person is able to affect you on such a deep level emotionally like that, if a person is able to affect you on a deep level emotionally like that, that's because you loosened your boundaries. And yes, you did some things that you probably aren't proud of because you loosened your boundaries. And yes, you allowed things that you normally wouldn't allow because you loosened your boundaries. You see where you see where I'm going here? Like the boundaries are the key <laughs> in staying away from that fuckery. When I talk about these things, I talk about these things from a place of like totally understanding and getting it. You know what I mean? Like I always say, like, you know, I used to be out here looking goofy. Um, in the name of relationships and what I believed was love at the time. But the truth is, is that it wasn't. Um, and so, you know, I'm not saying this from a place of judgment. I'm just saying this from a place of like clarity, I guess I could say, because I'm no longer in that energy to where I'm seeking this validation, um, where I'm no longer in that energy where I'm going to loosen my boundaries in order to seek validation. I know that I've had one, I've had a couple of conversations with people that I I don't deal with any longer and one of the things that somebody had told me was you know you were the only one you were the exception and my thing was well you know this became a much bigger thing than it needed to be like why did you make that exception for me like you probably shouldn't have made that exception for me you should have told me um, when the issue occurred, you know what I mean? Like you should have told me that there was an issue when it occurred instead of just sitting there and letting it fester, um, for months and months and months on end to where now it's an issue. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to loosen my boundaries for you. And you thought that I was going to loosen, you know what I mean? I'm not going to let, I'm not going to loosen my boundaries for you just because you loosened your boundaries for me. Um, there's just certain things that I'm not willing to play with or play about. And I, I feel bad. Like, I feel bad when people come to this realization because it, boundaries are totally selfish. I, I need you to know that. Like, I need you guys to understand this and recognize this. Boundaries are totally selfish. And that's okay. <laughs> boundaries are very selfish and that's okay. And, you know, because your boundaries are solely about you. You should never loosen your boundaries. If somebody missteps or oversteps your boundaries, you should talk about it then, right then, right there when the offense occurs. 
Yes, they may have an issue with it, but it's something that can, that's something that you can get over. You know what I mean? Real relationships, real friendships, real romantic relationships, whatever the case may be, they're going to respect your boundaries or they're not. Um, And it can either be, okay, like if I misstepped, if I like over, you know, stepped your boundaries, I'm sorry. Like I'll, I'll fix it. I'll work on it, whatever the case may be. Um... Or you're tripping and you're crazy and that's not something I agree to. So fuck you. That's the, those are the only two things that can happen when you enforce your boundaries. Um, but at that point, you know exactly where to go. Um, it's unfortunate that that had to happen. And it's unfortunate that those things had to happen in my life. Um, but it's one of the things that I know about boundaries is it's so much easier to it's so much easier to tell a person that they have overstepped your boundaries the second it happens than it is to come back six, seven, eight months later and talk about it. Because it's like, now you want to talk about it, but it's been eight months. Like, I'm no longer in that position. I'm no longer in that headspace. I don't even remember what the hell I did. Like, I barely even remember what I ate yesterday. So I know for a fact, eight months ago, I don't remember what I did. And if you're so offended by something that happened eight months ago, like, you should have told me about it eight months ago. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's just easier to, like, cut the shit immediately and initially the second it happens rather than having to backtrack and have that conversation later um because at that point everybody's kind of looking at you crazy like yo what the fuck bro (laughs) like what the fuck you didn't have a problem about it you didn't really it wasn't really a problem until it became too much you know what I mean like it wasn't a problem you didn't have any issues with it until like months later months down the down the road And so now you want to talk about it and now you want to be offended about some shit that happened eight months ago? That's crazy. Um, And it's unfortunate that things like that happen, especially because I feel bad for both parties. I feel bad for the party that didn't know that they were offending you for eight months and just kept doing it. But then I also feel feel bad for the party who either was so afraid to actually maintain their boundaries you know what I mean that they just allowed this person to take offense for eight months um I also feel bad for them because it's like yo you really let something small because it's usually something very small and something that can be corrected as me corrected immediately um just fester inside of you until it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and so now we have a full storm and now we have all of this craziness just brewing and you know, it's really sad. It's really sad for both. It's really sad on both sides and both ends um, for the offending party and for the offended. And so that's why I always talk about like maintaining your boundaries and you have to let people know the first occurrence. You you can't come back seven, eight months later like, you know, I'm offended by something that happened on January 9th, and. 17 you know what I mean it's like damn so you've been feeling this way all this time and didn't say anything I don't know what to tell you because like at that point they can't correct it they can't really correct it um they can't really correct it they've gotten used to how things are and it just is what it is I guess a good question to ask yourselves this week is what person did you lower your boundaries for 
And why are you still holding on to the resentment that they didn't respect boundaries that you refuse to uphold? Because a lot of times people are often upset and angry and mad and frustrated because they refuse to uphold their boundaries and they're expecting this person that they know to not res- they're they're expecting this person that they know to respect boundaries that they never enforced and that's really sad and that's really ups- uh, that's really frustrating because you can't expect people to maintain boundaries that you yourself are not upholding our boundaries like i said are protections for ourselves you can't expect people to have foresight or the time or the availability to like read your mind and guess what it is that you want or you're seeking. Um, that's also a, that's also emotional manipulation as well. Um, and it's quite narcissistic because it's really crazy to believe that people with daily with jobs and lives and different different things happening in their lives to really take what you're not saying and create a sentence. You know what I mean? Like people are really consumed with their own lives and they can't, you can't expect people to read your mind. I think that's selfish and it's very narcissistic because as much as you may be the center of your universe, that person is the center of their own and they have their own issues and they have their own things going on. Um, and everything like that. Like, I remember when the pandemic hit, there were a lot of posts talking about this, pan- this uh, what is it called? This quarantine is really going to show who's, like, really invested in you and who's not. Um, and I thought that was really narcissistic because at the end of the day, like, people have their own shit going on. You know what I mean? There's, there, there are so many different things and so many different layers to what's going on in people's lives that to think that they are going to reach out when they're going through their own storms and their own battles and things of that nature and not only reach out like don't get me wrong like not only reach out but sit there and like decipher what it is that you're not saying what it is that you're afraid to say what it is that you want change that's kind of crazy and that's kind of narcissistic um because it's not anybody's job to figure out what the fuck you're not saying um, that's, this, that's, that's low key emotional manipulation as well. And we need to recognize that for what it is too, because me personally, I'm going to get it wrong every time, unless you say it and say it with your chest, I'm going to get it wrong and I'm going to get it wrong every time. Um, and it's not because, and I need this to, I need people to know that it's not because I want it to be. It's not because I want to be wrong every time. It's just because I have so many different things going on in my life. I deal with so many different people. I have so many different things that I'm invested in. I have so much going on at one time that it's really difficult to just sit there and be like, okay, what the hell is this person saying that they're not saying? You know what I mean? Um, And is that even really my problem? Because at the end of the day, it's really not my problem. And it's not like I want to come off as aloof or inconsiderate or uncaring. It's just that I have a lot of things happening at once between my parents, my friends, my family, my business, my group, you know, just like a whole bunch of stuff that's happening. I have a lot of stuff going on right now. I have a lot of stuff in the mix. I have 
just a lot. And so for me to like sit there and like try and figure out what you're what you're saying without trying to say it is hard and I'm going to lose every time. I, I had a conversation with somebody like maybe two weeks ago and they had called me and we had like a little chat or whatever. And then I had been like, well, what is this about? And they were like, well, when you consult the cosmos or whatever, like just just talking. And I was like, OK, look, <laughs> it like really offended me to some degree because I was like, as much as you think that's funny and as you know, whatever the case may be, like, it, I can't sit here. I don't have the time to sit here and decipher what it is that you're trying to say. Like, I don't want to take on anybody else's emotional labor. Like, I have enough shit happening right now for me in my life. And like a lot, a lot of stuff is happening at once. Um, I have a lot of responsibilities. I'm responsible for a lot of things. Like, it's just crazy. And so for me to sit here and like go back and go over it and try and figure things out or have to divine or anything like that, that's a connection I don't need. If you can't say it and you can't be clear and direct, then there's no point in this continuing. Um, and that's just what it was, you know, that's, that's what it was. Um, and I felt bad, you know, I felt bad because I was just like, I just got to the point, like that one conversation with that person over the phone just got me to the point where I was like, okay, well, that's the, that's the, I don't need that in my life. Like, I'm not taking on that stress. I'm not taking on that baggage. Like, if you can't say it, there's no point in even bothering because it obviously doesn't, uh, it, it it's obviously not affecting you that much because you can't even say it. So that's what happened. I mean... It just is what it is. But for the most part, I think boundaries are very, very important. And I wish that people like practice their boundaries and were more vocal about their boundaries um, initially. And I definitely think you guys should take some time to like figure out what your boundaries are, the things that you will and will not tolerate, the things that you are rigid on and there is no exception and like really start enforcing those. As always, y'all, I am sending you guys the very best of vibes and more abundance than you can handle. But I've got some shit to do. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.